No. Hey everybody, what's up? It's 6.30. Y'all want to learn more about Eric Van Mater. I'm trying to um, get this going on Instagram live to stop. Stop that. Stop that. Your story. No, I don't want to do that. X. Go live. Start live video. Alright, so if you guys get bored and you want to join us over on Instagram, we're on there live too. That'll be live for the next hour. I think we'll be able to do it. What's up, Instagram? Um, so I am Dr. John Davidson. I'm the owner of GSO CrossFit. If you want to learn more about Eric Van Mater, you're in the right place. So, so we'll start off. Tell us a little bit about yourself. First off, just real quick. Okay, so uh, played baseball all through high school and college. Uh, went on to actually coach baseball for a year at the college level. Decided I wanted to go more on the strength and conditioning side because that's where I saw the biggest turnaround. Um, ended up going back and get my master's degree in sports performance and exercise science. Um, a couple years later, went on to run a private sports performance facility in Ohio for a couple years and then decided I wanted to get more into the Olympic weightlifting side of things. Um, down here in North Carolina, it's a little more concentrated. There's a, a couple different um, teams and clubs around here. So that's why I decided to kind of pick up and move down here. It's uh, a little more of what I wanted to get into um, and grow in the sport of that. So We've been asking everybody, post your questions, things you want to learn about Coach. So I'm going to pull up that, and we're going to pull up those questions, and we're going to see um, some of the questions that we have. So one of the questions I remember. Um, Sorry, I got right here too. You got them? Yeah, I got them right, right here. All right, here we go. Yep. We got them right here. So question number one, what's your favorite part about coaching at GSO CrossFit? So the thing I like coaching the most about GSO CrossFit is working with such a variety of people and helping each one achieve different things, um, but really help them to kind of, to become the best version of what they are capable of, um, and you know, reach the, the individual and personal goals that they have. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's goals are kind of similar, but you know, everyone's still got their differences and different things they want to work towards, and so being able to help so many different people um, in that aspect is, is probably my favorite thing. Yeah, I agree. I love that. I love being able to see I love people being able to get to see a little bit insight of them that we already see. We yeah. talk about that all the time. Yep. You know? You know what they're capable of and just helping them realize what they're capable of. Because a lot of times they don't really know. Because when we see somebody and they walk in the door, we've seen you before. Or someone who's similar to you. And so we know what your potential is typically. We know what, we hear your past injuries. We've dealt with it all. <laughs> so we know what you can become. And... That's a that's always for me. That's always fun too. Yep. Um, question from Courtney: Why'd you cut your hair? Uh, it was really just to try and see what you thought. You know, I wanted feedback from you, Courtney. Um, no, it was actually, in all honesty, um, it was just starting to get in the way a lot. I'm not used to this this much heat and this this much humidity, and so like everything I do, it just kept like sticking in my face and getting in my mouth, and I'm like, dude, I, I got to do something with this. So, um, you know, that was really kind of the biggest reason. Uh, I kept eating it when I was trying to eat, and I didn't like that. Well, speaking of eating, Savannah wants to know about this burrito. <laughs> about what burrito? I don't oh, know. Yeah, she did. She asked. She asked a whole bunch about. Yeah, yeah. She asked a whole bunch about. So, in terms of how much I spend on Chipotle, that's a great question. Probably way too much. <laughs> um, I would say on average once a week, but my burrito is usually about ten bucks. You're looking at probably over five hundred bucks a year on Chipotle, um, just on me individually. Now, there's going to be some weeks I'll probably go two or three times. We're probably looking more in that $600 range. 
But well, every time you go, you get double meat. I get double meat, yeah. That's... So everything you learned about Brian Simeone a couple weeks ago, he's the opposite. I'm the opposite. Uh, so we have a vegan, and we have a big-time meat eater. Yeah, big time. Um, he just wants to be as big as you, Michael Black. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. If only my hair color change. <laughs> um, all right, so here we go. What brought you to Greensboro and to GSO CrossFit? Um, so the Greensboro, I mean, kind of touched base on a little bit ago. Um, you know, I just wanted to get a little bit more into the weightlifting side of things, Olympic weightlifting. Um, any of you guys that are familiar with, um, you know, Olympic weightlifting teams, I was part of MASH Elite Performance. Um, they were located over in Clemens near Winston-Salem. And so, um, you know, this was close by. I had a friend that was looking to move, move down here at the same time. Um, and her, her boyfriend's going to med school in Raleigh, so we, we kind of settled on a place in between. And... Um, Greensboro is where we ended up. Um, the GSO CrossFit thing kind of happened by coincidence, but it, it, I feel like it was it was meant to happen. Uh, it was one of those things last year when I came down to visit MASH, um, I actually met John on one of his first, first trips out there. We got to talk and I found out a week later I had two herniated discs in my um, upper cervical spine, C6 and C7, and all the uh, you know, physicians, everyone I saw up north were like, just take time off, you need to just relax. I'm like, that's not going to happen. Um, I was pain free, you know, I actually didn't know until three months after, so, um, you know, got to talking with him, hey, he helped me rehab some from a distance, and then when I moved down, um, you know, we went and grabbed lunch, and the first week I was here, he was like, so what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I do online coaching, and I'm looking to get back into coaching in a gym soon. He's like, really? I'm about to start, or I'm about to open a gym, so, um, you know, about a month, month and a half later, GSO CrossFit opened, uh, volunteered for about a week, and fell in love with it, and, and enjoyed the members, and here I am today. Yeah, you literally followed me around. You went to every class for a week solid. Yep. And just like, I, I want to be here. If you ever want a job, you ever want to work with somebody, you ever want to learn, that's what you do. You know? Anybody who wants to learn anything about a craft, that's what you do. You show up, you just get there. That's how I got the spot working, being the physical therapist for MASH. I just showed up. It's like, hey, I love Olympic weightlifting. I want to be here. Yeah. Like, all right, well, come on. I mean, the community is really small, and as much as people think people in fitness are, you know, are judgmental or opinionated or things like that, honestly, everybody just wants to be in a group and hang out with everybody anyway. So yeah. if you want to show up and hang out, come hang out, you know? Yep. Um, here's a question. How long does it take you to get ready to go places? Depends on where I'm going. <laughs> Depends on where I'm going and who I'm meeting. Um, it, it generally takes me at least 15 minutes to get out of the house, and that's if I'm in a hurry. Um, I would say probably more along the lines of 30 to 45 minutes, and that's just to uh, get some caffeine in my system and get rolling usually. So when you say it, you'll be there in five minutes, what do you it's really It's usually need? like 15 to 20. <laughs> that's why I tell myself, I'm like, i got to try and plan my stuff ahead. That's when you look at some of my clocks in the house I pay most attention to, they're like five or ten minutes fast because of that purpose he has an ability to get to a place on the minute few people possess that yeah I'm good at that it's amazing to me <laughs> I literally hey we need you to be here at 6.03 and at 6.03 walking in the door baby walking in the door yep. there he is there's the man <laughs> um alright let's see what other questions do we have here I feel like we should continue with that line of questioning. Why do you say especially so much? 
just because I want to make, make some emphasis, especially on certain things. I want people to especially get that I'm trying to place emphasis in certain areas. So I especially get my point across. Is it your favorite word? I don't know. Haley, you are awesome. I see that like long paragraph and I just, I don't even know if I want to read it. Why are you so tall? <laughs> I don't know. It's God-given ability, I guess. Just so I can look down on everybody else. <laughs> I can reach the top shelf better that way. Like, how do you go in your life knowing that some people can't reach the top cabinet and have to climb on top of the counter hoping they don't fall to their death? See, I actually place things on the top counter just so I can witness that if it happens. Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, Haley, you're awesome. Like, I like to see people climb up there and almost reach their death. That's why I place things on the top shelf. Why do you never wear a shirt? Uh, that's because I want to look like her. I'm trying to draw the attention of a short, slightly jacked ginger that comes in and out of the gym. No, that's really, Michael that's, Black. That's Michael Black for you, yeah. who also asked that question. <laughs> Um, yeah. Joe said you need to be wearing a Yankees hat. You got to get rid of that Red Sox thing. Yeah, we. Uh, I've I've had some some choice words from members that offered to bring me a Red Sox hat. Let's just say that what I've threatened to do to Alaska is if they did it, I was going to actually take a copy of like the poop emoji and place it over the top of it, so it was just sitting right on top here. Um, what do you think is the biggest misconception that folks have about CrossFit? Um, I'd say the biggest misconception, I see it a lot when we have new members come in, is they think it's really only for the hardcore people or people that are super like into fitness and um, you know, the thing that I think about CrossFit a lot of people don't understand is it's, it's really just teaching you to move better, feel better, live a healthier life. Um, you know, by working through so many varieties of exercises and movements, you figure out what you what you suck at basically what you're not any good at and what needs work um, and then you're able to target those weaknesses and fix those so that way as you age the body doesn't break down near as quick um, you're less likely to get injured you're more likely to or you're more capable of living um, an active daily life as you get older talk about um, talk about the guy you've been working with the most recently James talk okay. about um, talk about what's going on with him and talk about the conversation we had with him yesterday okay. So James is dealing with some low back pain right now, um, and it's one thing, how old is James, mid-40s, something like that? I don't know. Best guess, was, yeah, probably I was going to say, yeah, she said something the other day about, um, you know, it's it's one of those things, you know, his wife brought up, she thought it was just genetics, that's why he was having back issues. Um, and it's like, I talked to him, um, you know, he spent years and years and years, over 20 years of not paying attention to his mobility, not stretching, not placing any kind of emphasis on it. Um, and so that accumulates over time, and now that we do a lot of things that, um, require those hip muscles to fire and those back muscles to stabilize, um, they're weak because they, they can't function properly because they're so stiff. Um, and so one of the things we've been doing with James a lot to help fix his back pain, um, and I see this all the time with people, they have back issues, it's because the hips are tight, hips are stiff and they can't function very well, um, is you know they've got referred pain because it's pulling on that lower part of the back. So when you actually get the hips active, um, get them loosened up a little bit, that actually relieves a lot of the tension in the lower back. So we've been doing a lot of things, just teaching his glutes to fire a little better, uh, be a little more efficient, and open up his hips so he's a little more mobile and can use his hips better. Um, and he's been doing it really consistently. I mean, we've basically taken him out of doing classwork to where he can only do this hip, hip mobility and hip activation stuff. 
But about two weeks in now, he's like, man, I actually, uh, I noticed a difference yesterday that I don't, I don't really have much back pain or it subsided quite a bit. He got through an entire surgery with no back pain. Yeah. Yeah. Which is big. He's, he's dealing with that a lot. So. Yeah. I mean, so, so like as we get older, we find movement patterns um, and he plays a lot of adult league basketball and stuff like that we talked about. And I think a lot of that is just accumulation over time. You've moved where you're comfortable. And then when you join CrossFit, all of a sudden, we make you do things that you're not comfortable with. Well, they're moves you've never done or you've never been taught how to do them or how to do them properly or anything. And all of a sudden, we're making you do them. And all of a sudden, you're having all these weird pains and weird sensations. Um, that's where me as a physical therapist, like I love about CrossFit is it makes you find all the stuff that you don't do or that you suck at or that you have problems with and we help you fix it you know and um, that's what I love and I love that I have a coaching staff that's able to implement all of my philosophies on safety I mean it's a lot of what you do anyway but it's a lot of fun um, what's your favorite favorite Olympic lifting move snatch by far snatch um, I mean, especially if you pay attention to technique of both, I'm a little better at the snatch than I am clean and jerk. Um, I like it because it is much more, well, I mean, clean and jerk is very technical too, but it's a more technical move. Um, and I've always kind of been that guy, you know, I was a really scrawny cross-country runner growing up, and so um, I was never really the strongest out of anyone. Um, you know, it's, it's been years and years of strength work to get me to the, the strength level I'm at now. But the snatch not only requires strength, but it requires a lot of technique and a lot of speed. Um, and that, that athleticism that I've always kind of had. And so, you know, you see a lot of big, strong guys that can't snatch, you know, even half of their body weight. And you got someone like me that walks up and I can just about snatch body weight without warming up. So um, that's part of why I like it is it just, it's something a lot of people can't do well. Um, and I, I enjoy it. It is a symphony around a barbell. It is gymnastics with a barbell. It is the golf swing of weightlifting. It's like the most technical, it's the most beautiful, yep. everything about it I love. Clean and jerk is the, you're gonna run full force into that wall. Yeah. Football, grunt and groan, and just, it's a mental, just, I love, it, they're so different. That's yep. what I love about them. I love that they're so different. Um, um, what is your favorite CrossFit workout? Um. I mean, really anything with a weightlifting move in it, weightlifting movement, especially maybe like heavier ladders or something of that nature. Um, I like things that have wall balls and rowing in them generally too because I'm tall and I can be good at those. He throws the ball like that high. Yeah. Same thing when I row, like I get probably 40 meters per stroke and without trying too hard. So um, things like that I like a lot. It's not fair at all yeah. for short people. Yeah, but when you get into the body weight stuff and the pull-ups, and that's I'm not a big fan of those. His those, favorite those CrossFit workout would be a hundred wall balls and a thousand calorie row or something, and just crush people. If I had to pick one, probably Grace. Which Grace is, is thirty ball. clean and jerk with 135 pounds. Yeah, you would crush that. Snatches, yeah. The uh, the one with just the snatches, I think, is like Isabel. Elizabeth. Isabel. Isabel. Yeah. Isabel. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be really good at that Elizabeth one. Elizabeth was my first ever CrossFit workout that crushed me. Absolutely crushed me. <laughs> so we, here's a two-part question. What's the best way to accomplish a six-pack over the age of 40? And also, how can you do that while being 70% social and still eating donuts and french fries? 
and this person's asking for a friend. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I actually saw that. <laughs> uh, for your friend, um, <laughs> the biggest thing is that you need to get here. You need to get here consistently. Um, and that's really what I would say. You know, as we age, the body does slow down a little bit, but there's not really many different philosophies that you need to implement. Um, a lot of it's just that consistency factor, you know. A lot of people want things in a one, two, three month range and don't realize what you can accomplish when you stick to it for six years, or I'm sorry, five, six years, you know, things of that nature. You got those multiple years under your belt, it's a little bit easier. Um, you know, I will say the thing that I find helps the most is when you can work at a really, really high intensity. Um, the downside to that, the hard side of that as you get older, is you don't generally do that. And so you have to take the time to build that capacity to work into those higher intensities. Um, so when I'm talking higher intensity, we're talking sprinting, um, the really fast-paced Metcons that we do, the shorter ones, things like that. Um, bike sprints at a really, really fast, hard interval. Um, we're only working 15, 20 seconds at a time, things like that. Um, I think those work really, really well. Um, but the problem, a lot of people can't work at that intensity because they try to jump right into it. Um, you have to build that capacity up first, just like anything else. You've got to build a foundation before you can start you know, putting the third, fourth, to, uh, you know, fifth level on it. So, um, you know, the biggest thing is just sticking with it and working to build that capacity up so that you can do more and work harder over time. Burrito or sushi? Burrito. Favorite protein flavor? Um, I'm kind of based with this, probably vanilla. Vanilla, you can mix with a lot of things. Um, and it still tastes good, so. That is the most boring I know, answer man, ever. I'm sorry. Now see, like, I mix it with things to make it good. So I'll do like different Gatorade flavors, orange Yeah, you're juice, talking about the, like, the, the orange the thing. Orange yeah, yeah, the orange sickle uh, thing. Yeah, vanilla, you can just kind of mix with anything, you know? Touche, touche. Yeah. Um, what superpower would you have if you could have one? Oh, man. It's tough. Probably, probably to fly. I think it'd be cool to fly. You know, I'm terrified of heights. It'll probably get me over that fear. But It'll get you over the get fear. Get me over that fear. Fall. Yeah. <laughs> There's no more falling if you can yeah. fly, so you're good. You would just be giving away the superpower very easily. I thought I could just look down on people even more. That's what you need. <laughs> Haley would appreciate that. My height doesn't do it enough, yeah. Yeah, Haley would appreciate that. Um, what's, your one, what's one of your five-year goals? Um, one of my five-year goals is to... Um, I mean, over time, I'd like to actually, in the next four to five years, open a facility and, and expand my online coaching a lot more with my brother um, and really kind of transition that into some of the stuff we do here and potentially um, grow kind of a barbell club outside of here with that. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking to kind of expand and expand in a big direction over time. So, um, you know, that would be probably one of my biggest goals in the next five years. Yeah, it's a good goal. I mean, it, the hardest part is just like, for me, when it comes to any of the goals that I have, is like actually being patient and allowing yeah. it to actually happen, yeah. and like enjoying the process. You know, like right now, I want to be coaching every class and doing everything, and like to be a part of it and like make it hurry up and happen, and yeah. you know, just allowing people to grow and do things. It's hard to do. Yeah. It's like I just said with train. I mean, training nutrition go the same way. You know, it just takes mm -hmm. time. You know, if you want to be successful, especially in something big or, or have big goals, you know, they just don't happen overnight. You know, the more you push, the more you kind of bury yourself and burn yourself out. You know, learn to enjoy the process and love the process along the way. As long as you keep working hard and stay consistent, you know, it's going to develop. Yeah, it happens. And Ert, we were talking to some more barbell people today. Yeah. Better look out.
Um, what's your favorite movie? Oh, see, it's tough. I'm not a, I'm not a huge movie guy, especially now as I get older. I fall asleep during all the movies. Um, <laughs> I'm a big TV show guy, but I try not to get too into them. Probably Entourage is my favorite TV show. I'm a big fan of that movie, too, so it's probably up there. Which movie? Um, the Entourage movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I never saw it. Yeah. I mean, I like a lot of the Marvel movies, too. Avengers, things like that. Yeah, they're fun. But, again, as I get older, I, I fall asleep sitting there for that long. Um, what, what would be your intro song? Well, you play baseball, so you had yeah, an intro song. I actually song. had a couple different. Um, it kind of fluctuated. Uh, Animal I Become by Three Days Grace was one. Um, I'm trying to think. My senior year, um, Out Here Grinding by Lil Wayne. DJ Khaled was my walkout song. Um, yeah, it's usually something pretty upbeat. Um, get me going and uh, get the heart and the blood pumping a little bit. So, those like were, yeah, those were my two, my last two years of baseball. What um, what's your favorite CrossFit movement? Um, again, anything Olympic weightlifting wise, probably. Um, but outside of that, I feel like that's the obvious answer. Um, and again, probably wall balls. Wall balls are really something that's easy for tall guys because I can just rub it in people's face. My favorite CrossFit movement. Is a thruster, is a squat and a press. Yeah. It's the hardest and people hate it the most. Yeah. But it's like, it's so beneficial. That's true. Nobody likes hand. doing it. Yeah. It's not a fun movement. It's just probably the best. It covers everything. Kind of covers everything. Yeah. Um, what's your least favorite movement? Burpees. Yeah, everybody hates Simple burpees. as it is, and everybody hates them. I just, I don't enjoy burpees. Yeah. It's not fun. The devil, I like getting down and back up. Yeah, the devil know, created times. those. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Becca asked some questions. Do you have a lucky article of clothing you wear when you're trying for a PR? Um, this is this is gonna sound kind of weird, probably, but I have a pair. If I, if I'm trying to to hit a big lift that day, I have a pair of virus compression socks that I wear. Um, well, socks are very important yeah. for Virus compression lift. socks, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can't PR unless you yeah. have socks. He's in the electric arch support, so I just feel that much that's locked into the ground, you know. That's probably, yeah, that's probably it. I don't even think I, I don't, I, I'm so like non-superstitious. Yeah. But I either just am going to make the lift or I'm not going to make the lift. Yeah. Or like with golf, I'm either going to hit a good shot or I'm not going to hit a good shot. Too. So yeah. I've gotten more like that as I've like got went through the strength world. I used to be like real bad, like where I had to have like certain socks, certain shirt, yeah. play a certain song, like. But that's a baseball thing. Yeah, yeah, it that's was. a baseball. Indie. The longer I've gotten out of baseball, the more I've gotten away from it. And you're smelling salts. <laughs> you cannot. That's true. Yeah, salts. I can't forget those. That's a that makes Michael that's Black key. proud right yep. there. Yeah, that makes him very proud. That's I hit that pretty hard before my 500 deadlift last night. Did well, you 500 for the first time last night? Yeah. Was Michael Black here to he see not here, there? not here, but I made sure you got a video of right nice. after. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. 500's a good number. Yeah. It's like that the squat 400, well, you know, it's really like 5'6". Yeah. 4, 5, 6, bench yeah. 4, squat 5, deadlift Dead 6. six. So you're on the We're on right way. Yep. That's one disadvantage of being tall. Yeah. A lot of the barbell movements. That deadlift is a long way. Yes. Same thing with the squat. Uh, so... 
I will say, I feel like that's one thing that helps me coach the movements better, though, is I'm kind of a nerd, and I want to get good at them. And having a disadvantage forces me to learn to be more efficient and do them better. So um, as much as it, as it sucks performing them at times, um, it does help me on the coaching aspect because I learn to understand the movement a lot better. Yeah. I mean, the best athletes aren't technically always, or the strongest people are not always the best coaches because yeah. they don't worry about it. Yeah, they just do things They just naturally. do it. It's yeah. easy. You know, when you're when you kind of struggle along the way and you have to figure it out, you become a nerd yeah. and you geek out on this stuff. You know, that's how I am with everything that I do. I all in. You can ask Courtney. I'm I'm an uber nerd when it comes to that stuff. Um, that's all the questions we have. You have anything else you want to say? So come check us out if you're uh, interested in learning more about Olympic weightlifting. I am the barbell club coach. That's a little more my specialty, but uh, you know, if you want to come and enjoy. Joy class. I mean, I feel like I'm the most exciting coach, you know, that we have. But um, you know, the other coaches may beg to differ. But um, if you come in. You probably see me with my shirt off more often than not. That's one comment we get a lot. We do get a lot of comments. I just like shot tattoos. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, Adam asked about that. I remember Adam's question. He asked if it was the long hair, or the tattoos that help power strength. And I'd have to say it's probably the tattoos because I'm getting stronger even after I cut my hair. So. You've got to get some, you know, I just recently got a new tattoo covering my shoulder, so yep. um, it's definitely the tattoos is what's going to help fuel that strength drive. One last question. What's your favorite, coffee or pre-workout? Coffee. Although I've been drinking a lot of pre-workout lately, but coffee. Yep. Yep. Well, that's all we have tonight, guys. Um, if you have any other questions, comment, post. We'll ask. We'll let him know. He'll answer them. If you ever, if you want to learn more about them, want to learn more about us, show up, come to GSO CrossFit. You know where we are. Follow us on our Facebook page. If you guys need to know anything else, we'll see y'all later. Contact, contact us. Let us know. That's it. We're here. We're here. All right. We'll see y'all later.